Welcome to today's podcast by Preacher, as he provides sound teaching on the pure and undiluted truth of God's Word, with life application that inspires you to live a holy life pleasing to God. We pray that these teachings will inspire you to live out your faith daily with confidence, be assured of your salvation in Christ, and God's unconditional love for you. How many of you find your religion to be more of a burden to you than a blessing? How many of you find your salvation to be a real burden to you? Well, friend, I want to tell you something. You've got a way to go yet. You've got something else to understand. Because, you see, the salvation that God brought to you through the Lord Jesus Christ, dear ones, let me say to you, he meant it, and it's intended, and it is something to help you to live better and make all the other burdens you carry lighter. Oh, I'll guarantee it. I'll guarantee it. That's the way that it is. It is the intent of God through the Lord Jesus Christ to give you something to make all the rest of it livable, wonderful, regardless of what it is. To be able to live it and to live your life in a victorious way, I don't care if you have two broken legs. It's wonderful. Man cannot save himself. It's not by conduct. My friend, let me tell you where it's at. We know exactly the time, and we know exactly the place. Now, that's been pretty positive, isn't it? We know the time it happened. We know the place it happened. Not guessing. You see, it doesn't make any difference whether or not you guess about the crucifixion of the Lord Jesus Christ, or you hope it's right, or you think it's right, or you feel like it's right, or you feel like it's not right. It doesn't make any difference what you feel and what you think about it. It really happened. It happened. Hopefully for your sake you believe it and you trust it. But you see, the actual reality of life is that in time, Jesus came, Jesus died, Jesus was resurrected from the dead. It happened, and it doesn't make any difference what you feel. You see, it doesn't diminish what happened. I can stand here all day and believe that we didn't run a race yesterday. But the derby was yesterday, whether I believe it or I don't believe it. That doesn't change it one bit. Maybe some of you here this morning wish it didn't happen because you lost some money. Well, all right. And if you want any money, you better give 10% of it to the Lord. All right. Now, do you see what I'm really trying to say to you? The blessed, wonderful, great event took place. Thank God. Oh, thank God it doesn't depend upon my feelings. It really happened. It really happened. It happened. You trace your salvation to the cross. You trace your salvation and you're being liberated from sin to the cross. Listen to this statement. This is the teaching of the scripture, not this preacher. I'm telling you what the scripture said. When Jesus Christ was crucified for sin, paid the price, it also says that every living one of us, doesn't make any difference whether you're a believer or not now. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Get this. Every living one of us were crucified with Christ. Everyone, I don't care whether you're a believer or non-believer. Every human being that lived after that, that God created, brought into the world today, that you were crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross. The unfortunate situation is here, that there's a great group of people that won't claim that crucifixion. And so therefore, their crucifixion is not validated. It means nothing to them. And they will die and go to hell unless they do. 
There can be $10 million placed to my name down here in the bank, but unless I'm willing to write a check on it or claim it for mine, it matters no difference if it's a million or 10 million. And that's exactly the way life is for you. It's done. And that's no wonder, old Paul said, then I was crucified with the Lord Jesus Christ. And for me to live is what? For Christ to live. He has claimed the power of the crucifixion. It is not in your goodness that salvation comes. It is in the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ where you were crucified. There's where it comes you see. Man can be saved. Oh, yes, he can. Oh, yes, man can be saved. And this is the point that the Apostle Paul is making. By one man came death. Old Adam somehow, some way, set this whole thing through him. The devil was able to set this whole messy operation into being. You had nothing to do with it. Absolutely nothing. You were not there. We did not talk to you. You didn't counsel him. You didn't tell him to. You didn't tell him not to. You didn't have anything to do with it. It was done through one man. You absolutely did not have anything to do with it. Nothing. And Paul is saying, there's something else about this you need to see. That you did not have anything to do with the deliverance of your soul from sin. He didn't ask you whether or not you wanted Lord Jesus Christ to be crucified for you. He didn't counsel with you. Now, you were not there. And so God, out of love, gave the Lord Jesus Christ in order that you might be delivered from sin. And it's all you have to do is believe what I'm telling you this morning. And believe that he did. And believe Jesus did, you see. And then it comes into operation. But one man brought sin and through one man's sin was destroyed. The cross stands for the place where Satan and God met. And the result of it is that Satan was defeated. He was preempt of all of his power. Satan cannot have any power over you who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no power that Satan has. It was defeated at the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. His righteousness is placed as the scripture says, it's placed to your credit. Placed to your credit. It is deposited in your name. The Satan has been defeated. He has no more power over your soul if you're committed to the Lord Jesus Christ. Wisdom, righteousness, in this good Methodist word, sanctification is yours in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let me quickly hurry. How can a person be saved? Here's where it comes out. The scripture says, come as you are. If you doubt that, you read Isaiah 1 and 18. Though your sins be as scarlet, though your, your sins be red like crimson, now they shall become white as wool or snow. A sinner, you come as you are. Because Jesus, and Paul speaking of Jesus and sin, and Paul said, of whom I am chief, uh, but Christ was able to deliver me, even the chief of all sinners. The ungodly can come just as you are, just as you are, just as you are. Jesus said himself, the whole do not need a physician. It is the sick and those who are still caught in sin. He can save to the uttermost. And the closing verses of the last chapter of the book of Revelation, 
tells us, let whomsoever will come and drink from the fountain of the spring of eternal life. I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of sinner you are. I don't care what you've done in life. I want to tell you that the Lord Jesus Christ time and place paid the debt for your sin. Totally. Well, you have the condition of coming to the Lord Jesus Christ is simple. Turn from your sins. Repent. Be sorry for Turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul said, as many who seek the Lord Jesus Christ, he gave them power to become the sons of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Thanks for listening. Hope you were blessed. We pray the Holy Spirit will make you a doer of His words, finishing the work He started in making you more like Christ for the transformation of this world and preparation for heaven. 